All yours. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Burn It Down NASCAR Podcast. Post, where were we? Pocono. Edition. Of all places, Pocono. We're going to get raucous today. Uh, We're going to cover the news and views. And then we've got one single subject, and I'll bet nobody can really guess what it's all about that we're going to hash out. So, congratulations, I guess, to Chase Elliott. I I like how Chase, he's been saying thanks, but he doesn't really care. Thanks. He's getting win the race. Yeah, he did. No, he didn't. NASCAR yep. today announced that they rescinded the penalties. They found the they found the car the, the car did not addition did not um, enhance performance. They rescinded the race. Denny Hamlin has announced the winner. False. Where did you see that? I, I saw several sources. Uh, I even put it on, I even put it on our, on our Facebook page. You must be reading a troll page. Definitely not true. Definitely not true. <laughs> if that's true, I'm looking big time. I right literally now, just brother. saw it, and no, that's not true. It can't be. You, you, it's not. You read a troll page. I'm on NASCAR.com right now, yeah. and if that was it, maybe true, the top headline wouldn't be Kurt Bush sidelined again. Yeah. That's that's a, that's top headline. Okay. I, I saw it on two different web pages. So it was a page. it was a troll, and you got caught. <laughs> no, no. It's, uh, Chase Elliott's the winner by default, and I think it's probably the first. Did you say they called? Uh, they reopened the bar in Dawsonville and rang the the at two thirty a.m. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. As he was hitting the ground. Yeah, Frank. I wish what you were saying was true. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I wish it was true, but dude, roll. Hey. That would be earthquake news today. You're all after Monday when they didn't um, uh, appeal. It was over. Yeah. After Monday's noon noon appeal deadline and they didn't do it, it was done. It was Chase is the winner official. I think Chase is probably the first ever NASCAR Cup winner with to win without leading a lap. Fun stat. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, like I said in our, our group text, let, let's get to this. And because, and, like I said, we got a lot to talk about. Chase Elliott's your winner, uh, regardless of what you think about it. Right. He's the winner. Tyler Reddick is second. Suarez, third. Christopher Bell is fourth. Larson is fifth. McDowell ha, was sixth. Yeah, they haven't changed that yet. They haven't changed that yet. Uh, Truex, seventh. Bubba was eighth. Jones, ninth. Dylan, tenth. Bowman, eleventh. Byron, twelfth. Amarillo, thirteenth. Keselowski, fourteenth. Briscoe, fifteenth. And Ty Gibbs. Congratulations to that boy. Oh, my God. Is that awesome or what? Congratulations to him. And we're going to talk about that. There's another thing that just happened, just now announced. Ty Gibbs is racing next week to Indianapolis. Yeah. Yep. 
We'll get to that. Yeah. Like I said, I want to cover I know. all these bullet points fine, real quick. But he finished 16th, never been in a cup car in his life. And if I was, was if a I was backup if, car, it was a backup car at that. It's not even that. It's such a different. Like Junior was saying, because they were like, "Oh, Junior, how different is it?" He's like, "When I was racing, the the Bush cars and the Cup cars were pretty much the same. What Ty Gibbs is doing in the Xfinity car to a Cup car is night and day difference. The fact that he's right. never drove it, he's never practiced in it, he's never qualified, never raced. The car is. He com- took the green flag for the, the first, first time lap. ever. And he finished 15th. He rode around all day learning the car, learning the track, learning how drivers are, but he still finished 16th. And he was actually up to like 12th or 13th. He got past a little he bit. He was in the top 10 there for yeah, a little yeah. while. Yeah. Congratulations and, to him. And, yes. If I was to a driver, to a driver like Ty, that's, that's like a win. That's, again, that's, that's just, you know. Well, they were saying before the race, a top 20 would be Huge. like a win for him. So if I was Joe Gibbs. That was his audition. You pass. Kyle Busch, you're out. Ty Gibbs, you're in. In my eyes. We will get, we will <laughs> get to that as well. <laughs> um, all right, let's do the standings. As of right now, Chase Elliott is still your leader. He now has three wins. Four. Four, four wins. And he's like two races in front of everybody else. Yeah. Chastain is second. Logano, Byron, Larson, Blaney, Truex Jr., Hamlin, Bell, Kyle Busch, Reddick, Kurt Busch, and he's going to miss a second race, as you alluded to. Yeah. Suarez and Briscoe in the top 10. The ones that do not have a win and are not locked in are Truex, Blaney, and Blaney. I still say we're going to have 16-plus winners before this is over. And I'm at the point right now that I hope we have three more winners. Bubba Wallace is involved, and they got to tell him that he can't play. Would he be the low man now? I want that to happen because he's the lowest. Hold Can on. you imagine? This is going to be worse than the the garage pull at Talladega. But anyway, um, that's a quick rec- rundown uh, of the standings as they are right now. It is what it is. Who knows? They might find somebody else that bent some rule tomorrow or whatever. And Dell appealed, so if th- that was an, it came out, he, he did. Okay, uh, fantasy league. I <laughs> scrap that. <laughs> I had two forty three. I was like in the top ten. Yeah, I know. Nationwide mm-hmm. in the top ten. I know. That didn't work out too good. Scrap it. Um, let me. I, I do want to. Just because we do what we do. Uh, The stats. Whoa, wrong league. It went from you, number one, I think, 
Frank was two. Oh, I was number one for the it week. For the week. Of, no, you weren't. No, no, no. Frank is. Yeah, Frank that's, is what, that's what I was saying. Yeah, I'm saying beforehand it was, um, you. Hold on, I got. I sent you a picture. I think. Dave, then you and I were tied at 202. Yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah, it was, it was, you were number one, and then it was me and Frank, and then Lunar, and then after the, after the shakeup of points being lost by because of Denny and Kyle, uh, it went Frank, uh, then you, then me, then Lunar. He got screwed pretty hard. Yeah, we all did. Are you kidding? I had all five of my guys in the top seven. I'm like, are you effing kidding me? No. That's why I I, uh, texted both of you. Anybody that beats me this week, and I meant nationwide, can kiss my lily white ass. Yeah. That that was my best performance year to date. Yeah. Ever. I was happy with my 200, honestly. I was like, if I average 200, I'm I'm happy. And then, oh. That's that's where I'm aiming is for 200. But I was like I said, I was in the top 10 national. Yeah, this this is like, well, fuck you to the wall. Yeah, it just went bad. But uh, anyway, that's where we're at. And it is what it is. And uh, all right. Um, Ty Gibbs in my garage. I had Ty Gibbs, too. And I wish I would have put him in. But I had I had Busher, and I wish I would have put him in. But at the time, would oh no, I'm gonna put Busher in for Bush or Hamlin, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, we we've covered all that. Um, Brian picked Bowman for the winner. Um, I'm not sure where he figured in. I picked Harvick. He got taken out, and Denny's bullshit. Byron or Bowman finished eleventh. Okay. Harvick fit. He had to be in the 30-something. 27. And Frank picked Hamlin. Way to go for about five minutes. Finished th- yeah. He finished 35th, just to let you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dark Horses is uh, Brian and I picked Keselowski. And, he finished uh, 14th. Frank, yeah, and Frank picked Stenhouse. 18th. And on Bubba, um, I said he won't finish in the top 20. Frank said the same thing. Brian said top 15. I think you got that one. What was he? Eighth. 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 Which is surprising again. Of course, we all said uh, Denny would finish in the top (laughs) 20. And again, that was right for about two minutes. Actually, it was right for a couple hours, and I couldn't believe what I read. I thought it was a fake, fake thing. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? When I sent you guys the the the, um, the news oh. that when it hit, I couldn't fucking believe that he got, Denny got uh, DQ'd. The first time since 1960 that a NASCAR driver's been DQ'd. From the win. From the win, right. yes. From the win. From the win. There's been many, many yeah. that have been DQ. DQ'd, but not from the win. Yeah, from the win. And that was, I can't remember his name, but it was because that, in 1960, it was an oversized gas tank is what got him DQ'd. Yes. And it was some weird dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it was like it Ezra. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was. 1960, nobody knew who it was. I yeah. think. Was it Ricky Rudd that got black flagged on the lead lap, on the finishing lap, because of 
bumping um, Allison? Who was it? I they don't didn't, know. They didn't, he didn't get the win. They blackflawed him for, for, for wrecking Allison like in the 80s. I have no idea. Talladega. I saw that today, uh, yesterday. But he wasn't black. He wasn't DQ. He was just black fighting the final lap. Had to research it. I don't I, know. Yeah, I don't know. The only time I know he got black flagged was at Homestead when he ran over his pit crew. Oh wow. I, I'm serious. I'm just saying that's the only time I know he got part. All right. Let Let's cover some quick news points because we're as i said we are going to devote the rest of this to i'm sorry i'm gonna take over it's it i i've got a big bitch um what do we think about kyle larson winning the sb for the best driver um i if it wasn't an american award he wouldn't have won Honestly, there was a lot of foreigners in the running. I, as as much as I love Kyle, he dominated last year. I think F one series Max Verstappen and what they do, what he does, and what they have to do is pretty in, in crazy too. But I I don't know. I don't watch it crazy. But I, I thought it was cool that he won. Um, should he have won? I don't know. Frank, like uh, well, know he should have won but you know congratulations to him for winning it i mean it you know larson is races almost everything and he's successful in almost anything he put anything he crawls into so he is can i make um, a quick correction on my statement about ricky brud it was sure. two lap it was two laps before the finish it was at sonoma where he raked he wrecked allison uh really bad and that's got black flagged him for spinning Allison two nights before the finish. And he, he was leading at the time. Okay. I, oh, I, I, honestly, um, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't remember that. Yeah, I had to go back and look it up and make sure my statement was correct. Okay. Brian, how do you think I would have felt if I was sitting in the broadcast booth and watched you go upside and for a slide? Freaking out. <laughs> I think Jeff Burton. Well, which actually it's his, it's his ne- it, it, Yeah, it's his yeah. nephew. He handled that very professionally. Yeah. I was, yes. I mean, the wreck was all, or do you, I mean, if you watched that, I don't know if you did or not, in, in the uh, Xfinity race, how close he came to nailing the end of that pit wall. If that pit wall wasn't extended, it would have been a lot fucking worse. It there was a lot a of lot scenarios worse. that could have made that. Jeb Burton crash, um, way that worse. Was incredible. And I feel Pocono is probably going to extend the pit wall some more because how close all the cars hit the almost end of pit road again. There was another, and I, I uh, didn't write it down, but there was another one in the in the cup that came close to hitting that. Ryan Blaney almost. Yeah. Blaney. Blaney. Yeah. Blaney. So and they, they showed during the race how close he was. If the wall hadn't been extended, he would have hit. The, uh, I like I said. I think they're going to extend it a, at least another fifty feet. I don't know. I think I, they need to. Yeah, because it's it's only a matter of time. Go with it because if they kind of flare it out, then they're making a new hazard. But if I'd have to look at pictures of what it is, how much farther they can go. But I, it needs extended because it's only a matter of time before either someone rails straight into that. Or actually gets into pit road again. 
Right. Well, that that wreck with Jeb Burton, that I mean, as bad as it was, uh, Brian and I, we were texting back and forth. That could have been so much worse. Yeah, that there's a lot of scenarios that could have happened to make that worse. Um, I it was a hard hit. It was just an awkward hit that what launched him, and then he just. I'm just glad it didn't roll. I think rolling were worse and violent for him. I'm just glad he slid and no one hit him and he just went to a stop. Yeah. And of course, NASCAR uh, safety crew, they did an awesome job uh, staying in contact with him, rolling the car back over. Uh, but still, it, as, as ugly as that was, it's nothing compared to what, Good. like Frank said, they, they showed a, a graph of, of where the wall used to be. And if he'd have, that wreck right there could have split that car in half. Right. Well, look what it did to Mark Martin's car when he slid to the, the pit wall that one time. And that wall, when he, when he it hit the passenger side or the driver's side, had he, that wall hit six inches further to the front, Mark Martin may not have survived that wreck. That's, that's probably true. He was driving uh, for a walk up at the time. The other thing I wanted to bring up. Flat tires again. Again. It we're going to have that as long as we got these low profile tires on the car. Uh, who was it that, that couldn't get back to the uh, Austin Cindric? He had four flat tires. Was By it, the time he got it, they got him back to the. Who went, who went, who went reverse in the pits? Like they did, or they went around. Ah. Uh, <laughs> They were they they were making a big snap food about uh, it. It wasn't Amarola. Um, Briscoe? I can't remember. Bris- I can't remember yeah, who it was. I think it was one of the Stuart Haas cars. I could be wrong on that. I, I would stand to be corrected, yeah. but I think it was one of the Stuart Haas cars. There was two. Yeah. I think two of them did. I think two, I can't remember who the other one was. Well, awesome. what Brian's talking about is a dude that actually came in the uh, the pit exit because <laughs> he couldn't hit the the pit entrance. But uh, who, who else pitted backwards then? There was two of them. It looks like Brian's looking it up. But again, flat tires. It destroys this diffuser. The the guys right. can't. If you've got one flat tire, it's hard. If you got two on the same side, you can't get the jack under the car. Mm-mm. They they have I to mean, use a jack on the back of the car to lift it up, didn't they? Yeah. First time I saw that was with Kyle Larson, and I can't remember it was Vegas or where it was, but. Uh, I get the concept of the single lug nut, and I'm all good with that. But these low-profile tires, they've, they've got to get away from that because it's just – it's wrecking guys' days that would otherwise be bad days but not total disasters. Right. And, and that's what this low-profile tire is doing. Bring back that three inches of, of uh, sidewall. It was so Almarola. Was it Amarola? I knew it was one of the. Yeah, uh, I knew it was a red car, and it was Amarola. Yeah. He pit, he went in the exit of pit row, and he got a penalty because he did go to the commit cone, and the front of the pits. 
But you got to put to the back. How are you going to do that when you're going sideways? But he said, screw it. I'd rather just go into the exit of pit road, get new tires that are tearing up my car, and take the penalty and go to the rear end of the longest line or whatever the hell they did. But yeah, it was Amarillo. All right. I, I've got two more things that I want to cover real quick before we get to our big thing. Um, obviously, the Kurt Busch being replaced by Ty Gibbs, we kind of touched on that earlier, and he's going to, Ty Gibbs is going to once again race for Kurt Busch because he has not passed NASCAR protocol for concussion. Um, I, I'm kind of to the point where I'm concerned about Kurt Busch. Okay, um, to go along with this, RCR just tweeted a picture, a silhouette, um, silhouette saying with a date eight two twenty two. The silhouette is Austin Hill. Okay, so what I think's gonna happen since they're saying Tyler Reddick's leaving, I think there's been behind the scenes stuff going on. I think put Kurt, this is gonna put Kurt Busch in the retirement. I think he's done after this year, kind of like a junior. And then Tyler Reddick's gonna go next year to the forty five. That leaves Austin Hill to go to the number eight from the uh, Xfinity. Because they already, they're, they're announcing something with Austin Hill uh, August 2nd. So you think Ty Gibbs goes to 2311? No, no, no. I said nothing about Ty Gibbs. Tyler Reddick announced in 2024 he's going to 2311. It may be okay. being 23, what we're saying. So what we're saying is behind the scenes, they're making a deal. They're going to get rid of the contract extension and just let him go next year. Let him go to the 45 car. Kurt Busch is going to retire early because of this concussion. Scare what's happening. Uh, and Austin Hill is going to be up, come up to the number eight for RCR next year. This is all obviously rumors and speculation, right. but... Very, it's it's if from what's happening with Kurt Busch, yeah, there he might he might be done. It might be a junior I thing. I didn't see the Austin Hill thing till you just mentioned it. It just after happened. reading, yeah, after reading about um, Kurt Busch missing a second race for the concussion, it made me wonder where he's going to race next year or even the rest of the year. Junior's out for a couple weeks when he had his concussion problems. He, I think he'll race, but I think he's going to say, you know what? I've had my fun. I've done my championship. And, and he's been told. I've seen a couple of stories by both Michael Jordan and Denny Hamlin. You're welcome. You're going to be a part of this organization. Yeah, no matter what, whether you're behind the wheel or, or have another mm -hmm. role to fill. Correct. He's, he is a permanent. He's almost got a Jeff Gordon deal uh, right. with 2311. So, so that's a speculation. Um, we'll find out more next Tuesday. What's going to be really cool to me is a race like the Indy road course is right up Ty Gibbs. Oh, 100%. This, he may what win. He did last week. Now he's got a little bit of confidence behind him. He's going to be able to practice. He's going to be able to qualify. Shit. He's gonna. He's gonna. Mm, it's gonna be so much better we'll for him. We'll get to this obviously towards the end, but I'm gonna tell you right now. Ty Gibbs is my dark horse. Oh for yeah, this race, hundred percent. I really agree. I just this could be his breakthrough career moment, right? And if he takes that 45 
and I don't even say he has to have a win. Just a top Put 10. It top 10. Exactly. He puts that in the top 10 at Indianapolis this coming week. Bye-bye, Kyle Busch. Oh, Bye-bye. yeah. Bye-bye. Yeah. Um, which leads me to the last thing that I want to talk about and, until you – and let, I mean, I'm going to let you guys – um, bring up anything you want to bring up. I am more convinced than ever. And I, I say this almost every single week, but I will die on this mountain. Kurt Bush or Kyle Bush is done with Joe Gibbs racing with what happened this week. Oh yeah. This week. Yeah. He's done. How embarrassed because would you how be in the hell? Are you going to get a sponsor like Eminem Mars to come on board when they screw up like they did this week? I think it was three. Uh, and that kind of money. Yeah. Um, I, those are you, you, Joe Gibbs could go out and get the sponsorship money to keep the car on the track. He's not going to be able to find the money now. To pay Kyle Bush what he wants paid. Right. Gene Haas doesn't have to have no. an Eminem type sponsor. He's got the money in his left pocket and probably lighting cigars with the other half of it out of his right front pocket to put Kyle Bush in that number 10 car. Right. I have said from the beginning, and I know. If I'm wrong, I'm going to take a lot of blowback on this. But I still say the old saying, the devil is in the details. And I, by details, we're talking about Kyle Busch Motorsports and the truck series and how they're going to get all that switched over to Ford. Um, plus, Kyle Busch's garage is full of Toyotas that he's going to have to get rid of and get replaced. I every week I say this. I get it. I and I know I'm beating dead horse here. I am especially after what happened this weekend. They are not at Joe Gibbs Racing going to be able to find a sponsor to command the salary that Kyle Busch wants and continue to support his truck program because let's face it the truck program doesn't make any money it, it's it's one of those if you keep winning you kind of it pays for itself right all right gene haas and ford motor company are salivating and i still say that's what's going to happen and i have said it and i will continue to say it the details that are trying to be worked out right now is number one, a sponsor, but number two, Kyle Busch Motorsports and the funding of his program in the truck series. In other words, they've got to find enough money to, to pay him what he wants, plus keep his company afloat. And I think if it comes down to it and they can't find an actual sponsor to do that, Gene Haas will say, who, who do I send the check to? But I think after this weekend with the debacle 
that happened with the 18 and the 11 car, for that matter. I believe every Toyota car had it. It's just those two got caught because they were one and two. Right. Yeah. Every, I believe every Toyota well, car had it. I think it. every Joe Gibbs and, and 23 11. 11 car had it. That's all. That's all. That's pretty much all Toyotas. Right. <laughs> Aren't there another? 23 11 and Joe Gibbs are the only Toyotas now. Okay. There, there was the uh, 95 of Christopher Bell back in the day, but when he got to the 20, that team's gone. I'm just saying, I, I think that just screwed Joe Gibbs to the wall. And it was like $300,000 of... per car in total fines at the end of the day, apparently. Yeah. You know, that's not coming out of Joe Gibbs's bank account. It's coming out of Eminem and Interstate and everybody else involved. They're the ones paying for this. I Again, I, I'll end it with this. I believe more than ever that Kyle Busch is now done with Joe Gibbs racing. They say that I've been on the fence on this issue. They can go either way. And then, especially the comment Kyle Bush made last year to the last week to the media about this, at the end of the day, the final goal is to have me in the, in the Joe Gibbs car racing next season. But I think with all the doubts and all, all this, the stuff that's happened this year so far, this last weekend puts the cap on it. I really, I, I agree with you. Well, and did, did you catch the interview where Kyle Bush had, admitted that he's talking to other teams oh yeah i caught that one too yeah okay all right i'm done with with what i have that i want to talk about do you guys have anything else you want to add no newsworthy stuff if, if anything is the michael mcdowell got suspended 100 points 10 playoff points the normal because he had bondo in the seams or something on the side of the car, I don't know exactly what, but yeah, he got his L2 penalty. penalty. Yeah, well, so did Bush and Hamlin. I know, I'm just, is this, that, was, that came out today, yesterday or whatever. Yeah, it was late yesterday. I'm going to be watching David Kavat in Sunday's race. Formula One driver coming to NASCAR. Racing for Team Hersberg and the number 26 Toyota. There's your Toyota team. There you go. There you go. Oh, there's another. There's another. The 42 and the 43 car got the L1 penalty, too. The rocker box. Apparently that was stupid because there's apparently like a, a mesh screen you can put in the rocker box, whatever the hell that is. And they put a like a different type of screen that wasn't approved. So they got their penalties. Okay. Other than that, that's not much. Yeah. Uh, Besides the big, big one. All right. Are we ready for it? Well, there was one more thing uh, I saw that I thought was really cool that Pocono had the largest attendance for NASCAR race since, since what, 2010? Yeah. For yeah. His, yeah. Infield sold out. Yeah. yeah. They probably lowered ticket and prices. And that's good. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to go after that. It's. I made comment to Amy, if we ever buy a camper, we'll have it in the center field at one of these races. Yeah. 
Well, there there's three places that if you do that that you want to be. Talladega, Michigan, or Pocono. I was taking Talladega. I'd love to go to Talladega. I've been to Michigan. It's worth it. We had a, a company man on drone rig. used to go to Talladega every year, and I've seen the pictures and heard the stories. Uh, if I ever go to Talladega, they better, I better be able to find Tire Guy, the one that wears a tire and nothing else around his neck. Okay. Uh, we've covered all of that. Um, overall, I do want to end up Pocono with saying it was a good race. It really was. I know we didn't even talk about Hamlin taking out Chastain and whether they're even or not, because I don't think so. If one of them gets in the chase and one doesn't, the other's going to take the other out. We all know this. It's right. to, to me, it's, it's kind of a mute subject. They, they both kind of said it's over in their interviews, but like you said, it ain't over. <laughs> Especially if one or the other of them doesn't get into the final round. Whoever goes out first is going to make sure the other one doesn't advance. It's that simple. We all know it. Right. And then you want to take and, and mix in Harvick, who was an innocent bystander in all this. I was going to say Harvick probably would have won in, uh, after the disqualifications. He, if him or Chastain, if they didn't get crashed out, Harvick was right, right. there. It would have been a possibility. And you know what's amazing is we haven't heard a word out of Harvick, which tells me he's pissed. Because normally when he's just irritated, he'll run his mouth. He doesn't want any attention on him because there's going to be an oops with him too. Um, that was what? Probably one of his best runs this season so far? Oh, it was, it was up there. Yeah. All right, let's get to it. Penalty 14.5. Reads as such. Let me... Duh. I just had it. Where'd it go? Are you kidding me? There it is. Bodies must utilize NASCAR-approved OEM body parts and mounting hardware. Body filler will not be permitted, hello, Michael McDowell, on any parts and seams between parts. Part seams and intersections will not be permitted to be smoothed or altered. Tolerances for approved CAD services, template scanning or otherwise, are provided to allow for manufacturing, installation, and inspection device variability. It is the responsibility of each organization to ensure that the body is correctly utilized and installed as specified by the approval CAD file at all times during the event. Bullet point D. External services, surfaces, and body panels may be wrapped or wrapped with paint applied to the wrap. Any external wrap or coating must be removable. Textured paint or vinyl will not be permitted. 
Question number one. That's rule 14.5, bullet point A, B, C, and D. Is there anywhere in there where time of infraction discovery dictates the amount of the penalty? Time? No, it just says that's what the penalty is. Okay. Or guidelines. I had a, quite a discussion this week with Dave Moody on Sirius XM Radio. And of course, his arrogant, pompous ass totally justified it on a time frame difference. Hamlin and Bush were discovered at the track. Keselowski, and now McDowell, as one of the three randoms that are pulled back to the R&D center, were discovered a couple of days later. The difference, according to Dave Moody, where he gets his information or how he bases this argument, I do not know. Is what he's claiming, the race was not declared official when Bush and Hamlin were found to be in violation. When Keselowski and now McDowell were found to be an infraction, the race was already declared official. Now, I give you this scenario. Frank, you go to Walmart. You steal a ring out of the case. You get caught on the way going out during the garden center or through the garden center going on the way out the store. I go to the same store. I steal a ring out of the case. I don't get caught, but you happen to see me do it. So you tell the store, hey, why you busted me, but not him? So they review the tape and the video. Oh, he did. So they call the police in. It takes them a couple of days to identify me, find where I'm at, and arrest me at the house. Because you got caught at the store, and they had to come get me at the house. Does that mean the punishment should be any different? Okay? They got caught at the track. Keselowski and now McDowell got caught at the R&D Center. Should the punishment be any different? No. All right. Am am I making sense here? You're making sense. All right. I get that the race being called official when the infractions were found versus the race not being called official when the infractions were found. There's an argument to be had there. But the violation of the exact same rule happened. It doesn't matter to me when it was found. I am so pissed about this. I've had, like I said, I, I did 15, 20 minutes with Dave Moody on this. And he kept arguing the time frame and the race wasn't called official. And I'm like, dude, it doesn't matter. They broke the rule. What it was found out doesn't matter. And I said, I've got a real good solution. Either you give 
Keselowski, and now McDowell back their 100 points, owner and driver, and rescind the 100K fine and relegate them to the back of the field like you did Hamlin or Bush, or you give Hamlin and Bush the 100-point driver and owner L2 fine. And I don't understand how you broke Speedy. I, use any scenario you want to use. I don't care. You broke a rule. You broke a law. The punishment should be the same for whoever it happened to or did it, regardless of when it was found out. It's not right that they can claim or stand on the hill that because the race wasn't declared official, they can do a DQ. To me, this is favoritism towards Joe Gibbs Racing. Well... Let me, let me, now that you're talking about it, I seen Denny Hamlin because some guy was, uh, I don't know if you know who Bob Pockris is. He's a NASCAR reporter on I Fox. Do. Okay. So when NASCAR posted about Brad Moran describing the issue about the DQ with Hamlin, he also, uh, he said, when I asked Brad Moran on Sunday about additional penalties to Kyle Busch and Hamlin cars, he said not. From what we've seen, uh, which I interpreted as they they didn't view the J- Joe Gibbs racing eleven eighteen violation as egregious, impactful as the RFK and the front row motorsports violations. Now, to go on that, Denny Hamlin replied to that tweet. He goes, um, he goes, uh, uh, can we switch penalties? Penalties then? Ours had way more playoff implications. Someone replied and said, but, but Medal was penalized 10 playoff points while you lost five. How is that better? He goes, I was awarded five points at two. I, he's awarded five playoff points to a competitor. We lost more than 100K from first to last finishing position and lost 52 points earned during the race. That's what Denny Hamlin was replying. I think my opinion, and I'm sure I'll get some blowback on this, the punishment that was handed out to Bush and Hamlin is the appropriate punishment. I think so. Just, I, that, I think, is the If anything, maybe L1. If anything, it, it, they could have pushed the L1. L two seems a little Has much. Has anybody talked to Brad Keselowski about this? I think Brad's trying to shut his mouth. He's trying to be Mister Good Guy right now. Because yeah, Brad ain't touching this. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is so egregious with the selective application of punishments. <clears throat> and let's face it: if they wanted to uh, cite a different rule or a different rule point one or two. Okay. I could probably live with that then, but it was the same rule. Yeah. And then they come out two days later with Michael McDowell citing the same rule violation and he gets hammered. The only, like he's a playoff threat. Yeah, the only difference between 
let's say the 42-43 Brad Kutkowski and Malcolm Adele, is they actually modified body parts on the car. The old, and the 11 and 18 didn't. All they added, which gave them a major advantage. You saw all the Toyotas had it. It, it gave them more downforce by adding that piece of tape. And that's not my, modif- modifying a major It's not body physically. Part? It's not physically. It's just a piece of tape. It, that's what I'm, that's the only difference I can see. Is it, 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 what was Brad Kozlowski? They uh, the rear quarter panel they had modified. It was one of the rear quarter panels. Michael McDowell is is changing the seam of the car, so they're physically doing Body some. Filled. Yeah, it's physically doing something to the that's car. Specifically called out yeah. in the rule. It should, it should have been it a different is, rule. I, I agree, but like I said, the twenty, the, the eleven and eighteen, where they got caught on, they didn't physically alter or change the car. They added a piece. Yes, they did. They added a piece of tape, which gave them more downforce. That's it. They didn't physically bondo that hole. I, if they did that, that'd been different. They just pay, added a piece of tape so air wouldn't. What'd they do exactly? Let me let me reference. Technically, they modified the car. You're splitting hairs with how yeah. they did it. Yeah. They still modified the car. So, what's the quote? Okay. Um, I had it. I had it. Okay. Okay. Joe Gibbs Racing. Here's what they said A single piece of clear tape was positioned over each of the lower that corners. That was a hell of a thick piece of clear tape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it, point zero, so tens, hundreds, uh, one hundredths of an inch. Well, it says, and it was enough where the it's lasers. Final. It was, yeah. It was, it was enough where the lasers couldn't catch it in pre race. It, it was a single piece of clear tape that was covering. Uh, over each of the lower corners of the front fascia ahead of the left front and the right front wheel openings on both cars. So it was just blocking air to going through the bumper, which gave the bumper more downforce to the car. So yes, in in technical terms, yeah, they modified the bumper by adding tape, but technically a piece of tape, they could take it off as unmodified. Now you couldn't unmodify that quarter panel that Brent... Brad did. It was a physical part of the car. And I think that's where maybe that's where they're trying to say. But like I said, why don't they come out and say, I agree. I agree. But also, they knew what the fuck they were doing. They tried to hide it under the vinyl, under the wrap. And didn't they know NASCAR pulls that vinyl up for inspections? Hello? Well, like I wrote in my blog, they do a very aggressive Tear down thorough, yes. Post race of a first and place car, second place car. Then they do three randoms. I assume is all. Well, the, the, the top of the five get picked, and there's the, the less thorough afterwards. But yeah, there's other cars get randomly picked. I don't know how they do it. They pick out of a hat. I don't know. I think one of each manufacturer. Yeah, I, I, I think, but I don't. But I still, you had Keselowski. Cited for violation of the same rule. You had McDowell cited for violation of the same rule. You had these two. The punishments are different. I agree. It should have been a different rule cited. I'm not arguing with that. The same punishment, other than the fact that disqualifying Denny and Kyle from their positions because they would they won the race. That's the only 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 difference in those punishments should be those two marks right there. I don't if if. Yeah, obviously, what you're saying has got some validity. 
But it shouldn't matter whether you won the race or not. I don't care. Like I, I saw you uh, post. No, you're right. You're right. But if you if you win, the, okay, you're right. If you finish thirteenth, but your car gets pulled to R and D, and you fail to qualify with the proper rule, you broke a rule. Okay, you're disqualified. You lose the position. You go to fail the field. Okay, I agree with that. So That's my my, my question it, it is: It doesn't matter whether you won the race or finished twenty second, and you got pulled, and and you the the. My point is the consistency of the application of the rules, and if they and, and, and again, if they want to cite this rule, which is Rule fourteen point five, in every single case, yeah, the punishment should be the same. And to expand it or change it to where. The disqualifications, this. Right. Yeah. I, th- that's where I have the biggest problem here is in now all four cases. When I wrote my blog, it was three cases. <laughs> they cited the same rule violation. And we have different punishments for violation of the same rule. And and then how does anybody look at NASCAR and say, yeah, you guys got your shit together? It's it's not right. Again, I don't care. If if they want to do the 100, 100, 100 thing, do it to all four. If you wanted the DQ, go to the back of the field, do it to all four. But if you're going to cite the same violation of the same rule and not discern you know, 14.5.1A or 14.5-2B, whatever, you got to keep the punishments the same, the even playing field. Now these guys, say somebody does it down the road, they don't know what they're going to get. Are they just going to get DQ'd? Or are they going to get taken completely? Like Keselowski, if, if he didn't have the 100-point loss, He'd still be in the championship hunt. But because he got that 100-point deduction, he's not even close. And, and that, to me, is what's the most unfair about it. Again, even-handed distribution of punishment. It's like a parent raising a kid. You don't punish a kid or two, diff- two of your kids do the same thing whatever it is throwing tennis balls at cars or smashing pumpkins on the police steps you don't high five one and ground the other you you've got to be consistent in the punishment for the same transgression and it just irritated the shit out of me when i was talking to moody about how he wanted to make it about a time frame thing and I, I, I don't dislike Dave Moody, but he, man, did he piss me off. And, and I let him know. It's like, dude, you're, you, you want to tell me I'm splitting hairs? You're the one splitting hairs. My point, again, and I know I'm completely beating this horse down in the ground. They cited the same rule. Why isn't the punishment the same? It doesn't matter. Don't tell me NASCAR doesn't have the power to say, oops, we made a mistake at Atlanta, or oops, we need to equal up the penalties at Pocono with what we did at Atlanta. 
Oh, and by the way, we did it to Don McDowell, too. So now you've got three guys out of the same race that violated the same rule, and two got one punishment, one got another. Why? Because we didn't find it till we got back to the R&D Center on McDowell. I, really? Like I said, this, I haven't been this fired up in a long time. And and it would be a no-brainer. It's like, okay, you screwed up, you paid the price. I wasn't happy with what they did to Kozlowski, but I was like, well, okay, that that that's the penalty for doing what you did. Then along come Hamlin and Bush. My question and- is, if let's say Denny, they didn't win. They, they were out in the back, and they were randomly picked, and they found it at the R&D Center with that same thing they did with that tape found at the RD center, would that still equal L2 or disqualification? That's my question. It's a good question. I don't know. That's, that's the thing. Since they're saying that if, if Moody is right, if it's the time frame thing, technically that same penalty, if they caught it at the R&D center after the official results, that would have resulted in L2. I, that's my question. If they would have found it later on in a random... Let's say they took Christopher Bell's car to the R&D Center and it was official results. That would have been a fucked up thing. If they DQ'd them because they found a pre-race or unofficial results and they found another Toyota at the R&D Center after the official results and they gave the same penalty, the same infraction, different penalties, that's where it would have been messed up. Yeah. That's my. That's only my thing. I wonder if, if McDowell... If he was driving a Toyota, <laughs> would have gotten the same. <laughs> I don't know. I just think NASCAR's created themselves a real big problem here in in the credibility department. Um, I'm really surprised when it comes a, to NASCAR's penalties and the way they've handed them out over even over the last twenty years. There's never been any consistency, and this just makes it worse. Well, and, and as I wrote in my blog, NASCAR had a real opportunity here to get back a little bit of credibility, mm-hmm. and they blew it. They absolutely blew it. This, like I said, I, I, I could give two dead shits whether they, they did one or the other, but they should have been consistent. Mm-hmm. And again, the time frame of whether the the race was officially called or not, whether they found it at the track or whether they found it at the R&D center, I don't get how that makes a difference. I just don't get it. I, I, I don't either. I don't think that, I don't think the time frame, I don't really don't think time frame matters. I don't know. Think that's right. Cause I don't think so at all. I just think, I just think it's, it's actual modification of the car to non-modification of the car. Physical modification of the car because a piece of tape isn't a physical modification. They just tricked the, the sensor to not seeing it and covering those air holes, giving the bumper more downforce, giving the car more speed. Well, let me ask you this. What helped performance more? Creating that front downforce or flaring out the fender like Keselowski did? What do you think actually enhanced the performance of the car more? Depending on what track you're at. Um, that's why Kevin Harvick got in trouble a few years ago. He was 
they were pulling out the fender, giving him more downforce. So they told him not to do it. And well, he wasn't modifying. It was at the track on the pits. They were pulling out the fender. And they told him and that's how he was getting so much faster. So I don't know. That would be a, probably a Brad question if you ever talk to him. Say, hey, you know, what was that fender going to do for you? Because they probably tested that fender in the wind tunnels and say, hey, you know, what was that fender actually doing for you? Was it, you know? And Atlanta is the fastest non-plate track race, you know, in, in NASCAR. Yeah, so and I... Race is like a plate race. Now. Yeah. yeah. So I don't... I That's a good question. What what advantage would have that fender have been for See, Brad? to me, and again, I, I could stand corrected on this, but what I believe is what the Toyotas did this weekend is way more enhancement than what Brad did to me because you need that downforce especially with those three different turns right you got that tunnel bump um you need that nose down on the ground now what RFK did I don't I'm I know. not sure and again that's that's ancient history at this point but I question which violation of this rule was more enhancing to the performance of the car. And without having all the knowledge and all the stats and all that, I could argue that what Hamlin and Bush's cars, and like Brian said, probably all the Toyotas did, was more enhancing to the control uh, of the cars as far as let's face it you've got three turns every single one of them's different and it's hard you know how many times have we heard well we want to just dial in one corner maybe two and just deal with the other um say you can only set the car up for two turns yeah you know i i like i said without knowing just with what i know without knowing all the particulars of it i think it's a pretty strong argument that what happened this weekend was more enhancing to the performance of the cars than what... Well, all right, Frank, your argument. Hamlin won. Keselowski didn't. Yes. And that's why... <laughs> I think, I again... I agree before, the penalty should be the same. I agree with the fact they were, the, the one they were initiated at the track, you know, at the, and not the track before the, before the final results were finalized, and Brad's weren't. But I'm, I'm in agreement with the fact that NASCAR's penalty should be the same across the board for an infraction. If you're going to state this rule, unless you're going to break it down to different body parts and different scenarios, okay, this, 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 this is this, this is this. If you go have one rule, a general rule like this, the penalty should be the same across the board, other than the fact that the DQ for first place. That should be, I mean, if you're going to get caught cheating and you won the race, you automatically lose that win. That'd be the only difference in the, in the penalties. Well, and, and like I said a little while ago, uh, I actually, actually agree. What we should have done in the perfect world, they take the win, they take the win, they take they take second from Kyle obviously and give it to Denny, uh, 
Chase, okay, darn out any penalties, any further penalties until you get back to R&D and test the car. Yeah. Well, and like I said, I actually, the penalties that were levied against Hamlin and Bush, I agree with. I agree with that. I agree with the disqualification, the loss of the win, and you're relegated to the back of the field. And you get one point and two points. And the only reason Denny got two is because he finished in front of Kyle. That I actually agree with. I just don't understand why McDowell and Keselowski didn't get the same punishment. I don't think their wallets should have got lightened by $100,000. I don't think they should have lost 100, 100 points with the driver and, and the team. I don't think their crew chief and, what, three or four more crew members should be ejected for four weeks. I honestly agree with the penalty that Hamlin and Bush got. That's what I think the penalty should have been. My problem is that Keselowski and McDowell got treated differently. Right. And, and that's what I don't like. All right. I think we've beat that one down in the ground. Um, I don't know if you saw, but Denny Hamlin's got a pretty good uh, humor <laughs> with, uh, with the penalty. Um, Is that the one where he's sitting in a restaurant? He's sitting in his dining room. He's with the trophy, the Pocono trophy. He's eat, drink, eating a steak or something, has champagne. And if you if you were close eyed at the picture, the piece of tape that was there is in the eagle's mouth on the trophy. Is it really? Yeah, and in in the 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 title, I guess, is live on eBay: one tainted trophy and one used bottle of champagne. <laughs> <laughs> so he has a humor about it, but I thought it was funny. Same thing with the well, same thing with the flag. Someone posted about it, and he said, "Good luck getting that back because his daughter's got the flag." Chase isn't going to take that flag and, from that little. No, girl. Chase is going to do nothing unless unless Denny gives him the trophy. Chase isn't. He's not worried about the trophy. Oh, and, and this is a perfect opportunity for Chase to to win over NASCAR World is give the flag back to her and say, "Here you go." Yeah. It, and it, I don't know, I know you guys aren't on Twitter, but I, me being me, I made a snafu on the NASCAR comments and I kept getting so much hate because Chase won. I'm like, you guys need to not be mad at fucking Chase for finishing third, which it'd be, oh, they just give a Chase to win. I'm like, if, do you not know in the last four fucking races he finished first, second, first, second? He finished third. It's not his fault for him actually being consistent and finishing up top and giving him the win. Now, you guys would be fucking jumping up and down if Bubba Walls was third and he got the win. Huh? Could you imagine? No. Stop getting mad at Chase and getting mad, get mad at Joe Gibbs, at whoever did this decision. It wasn't the Denny and Kyle. I'm sure they didn't have no idea. Well, they might have, but, but don't get mad at Chase. He's just in the right place at the right time when this happened. And people are. He didn't even know it until he got no, home. No, yeah, he was flying home. Did you see that story? Yeah, he was flying home. He had home. no cell service on the way home, and he didn't realize until he got home. And they met him on the tarmac yeah. in Dawsonville or yeah. wherever. 
And he's like, are you sure? Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. So it, it just blows my mind. If if it was anybody other than Chase, right? it would have been, I had to go and see what I tweeted because it was just, it made a big snafu on people. I've made a couple of comments similar to that on Facebook about um, how you can't blame Chase. He 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 earned that win because he earned third place. Yeah, and he was humble about it too. He's like, man, yeah. this don't feel like a win. I don't like right. this. Yeah, NASCAR tweeted yeah. said the number eleven and eighteen cars have been disqualified following the post race right. inspection. Blah blah blah. Show Chase winning, and I go, oh man, here we go. I can just feel the keyboard words typing away that they are right. giving Chase a win. I said, don't cheat, don't get DQ. I said, go Chase. And it just got tons of comments saying, oh, yeah. you don't think Chase has never cheated? Like he never got caught at least. Like, <laughs> and it's, it's like, come on. And, and he's like, oh, they're give, giving Chase a win. I'm like, technically, this is f- the fifth top two in a row for Chase. He is on a hot streak. Right. He he is. So don't he say is. he, oh, he didn't earn it. Bull. Bullshit. And you know, that's the same argument I use when, uh, uh, you know, you see, the drivers in third or fourth at Talladega or Daytona, and they win because first and second screw up in a wreck on the last lap or whatever. They make the pass. Okay? They didn't lead a lap all day, but that last lap. But they earned that win by being at the right place to the right time. My same argument goes with Chase. He was the right place the right time. He, he fought for his third position. He got there. Okay? It's not his fault that first and second is disqualified. It's like, I just say, stop getting mad at Chase. He was just there. You know, he was just being consistently him. He was just in the right place at the right time. But like I said, if it was fucking Bubba fucking Wallace, yeah. they would have fucking thrown a parade for him. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to talk shit about Bubba, but it's just a scenario. If it was Bubba that was third... It would have been a completely, they've been fucking, oh, good job, Bubba, man. Crazy, like, you know, like, congrats, you know, he's in the chase. And it's just been, it's just been a totally different thing. Yeah. But it's not Bubba, it's Chase. And yeah. They, they, oh, that's our game, Golden Boy is It's win. the Jeff Gordon syndrome back in the fucking early, you know, 2000s where Jeff was the popular guy and nobody liked him winning. It's Chase right. has inherited that right now. And they're just, it just blew my mind how much hate comments that I got. I got a lot of likes on it, but like it was just a lot of hate comments because they thought, oh, NASCAR is giving Chase a win. I'm sorry, Chase has earned every win he's gotten. Bubba hasn't. Right. And he's lost a couple that he has earned. Yes. So I'm. I'm sorry, Chase is by far one of the most talented drivers there is. I'm sorry it's a Hendrix. Sorry it's a Chevy. But I'm. <laughs> He's not like his daddy gave him the ride or his skin color or anything. He earned that shit. He went through the ranks. Right. He did. He's been a champion in every level he's been in. Period. Period, yeah. Like, what do you all say? Like, yeah, I like Chase. He's one of my favorite drivers, but, like, don't give him shit because they cheated. At the right time, right. I like. Well, no, I think he's put himself in the right yes. place at the right yeah. time. He, yeah. It's not like he's just fall. I mean, nah, I won't go there. <laughs> yeah. We need to wrap this up. I'm just saying, if it was anybody else, 
they would have been praising the situation if it because oh, yeah. it's Chase. Or Suarez, if it was the other, if that, you know, if he was <laughs> right. one of them. All right, Brian, I'm not going to go through the stats with Indianapolis because we've only got one race and that was a shit show. So we're not going to. Yeah, they. I, I was reading up or listening or something like that. They changed that turtle or whatever where that caused the major problems last year. So it'd be interesting what they do for the race. Who you got for the win? Oh no, Chase is on such a hot streak and he's good at road. I'm gonna pick Chase. He's just on a hot streak and he's good at road courses. Uh, it's definitely gonna be Chase. All right, Dark Horse. I'm gonna stay away from you guys because I know you're gonna pick with Ty. I'm gonna go. Um, I just had it. AJ Allmendinger. He won it last year. All right. Then we got the bubble watch. Will he finish top 20? No, he'll do the same thing he did at Sonoma and blow the motor or something. How about Hamlin? Yeah, he's got, he's got something to prove. Unless Dross takes him out. Frank! Winner! Ross. Chastain? Yep. Dark Horse. I want to say tie really bad. Um, but he doesn't have the experience yet. He's good. He is. Anybody below top 25? Yeah, I know. Um, give me Brad. Bubba. Top 20 or no? Mm. Yeah, but no worse, no better than 15th. And Mr. Hamlin. Oh, yeah. He's going to finish. If I'll be surprised he didn't get a top 10 on this one. He's, he's going out there pissed. All right. I'm going with Suarez for the win. He's going to get the second win and lock himself in. I already said it earlier, so you know, Ty Gibbs for the dark horse. Bubba will not even finish the race. I promise you that. And I don't think Hamlin will. I think Hamlin is. I heard a guy today on Sirius XM radio, and I don't know how else to better put it. Ross Chastain is living rent free yes. in that boy's head. Literally. And he is so consumed with whatever he thinks he owes Ross Chastain and then to deliver this last week and still finish finish behind him. I'm I'm sorry. His head is screwed. I don't know if it's a real picture or not or Photoshop, but I laugh my ass off where Ross Chastain's smiling holding a DQ cup. Oh, my fucking God. (laughs) That was hilarious. I couldn't fucking believe it. I don't know how true. Like I said, Photoshop's really good nowadays, but whoever did that, if if it's not real, it's fucking great. DQ. A, a picture of a car, his car with DQ, with, uh, with DQ on the car. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, it's funny. Jits too great. I'm just saying, Hamlin 
has worked himself into such a frenzy, and he needs to let it go. He ain't gonna let it go until he gets actual revenge. Right. And I thought and and I was. What I was, he did this week in a back fucking fire yeah, on him. And I was actually pleasantly happy and surprised by Ross's uh, interview. He says, "I had that coming." You know, I've had that coming for a while. He he wasn't mad, so he. I think he's playing it cool, and then I think he's he might be saving up for a big fuck you soon. I think they're gonna have a pissing match here soon. Oh, I agree. It's just because really Justin. But I'm saying that Hamlin's head. Oh yeah, is so screwed up right now. Mm-hmm. He does not have his priorities straight. He does not have his head on straight. And he is so consumed with this. And then what happened this week when he thought he exacted punishments and got butt fucked over it. Yeah. It was like, oh no, this is going to be ugly. But I, I say he doesn't even finish the race, Hamlin. I, I think he is, again, just so consumed with this little feud he's got going on, Ross Chastain. I'm telling you, it's going to be fun to watch. And then, guess what? Add in Harvick. Again, we haven't heard anything about it. And let's say Harvick and Hamlin are racing close tight by one another, and then Harvick just has an oops moment. Well, I was going to say, I think Harvick, I don't want to call him a dark horse, but call him like a sneaky horse. He might be up there. He likes road courses, and this might be his... He, you know, Indianapolis, it's one of those, you know, he might be one of the guys to win also. He's he might he's on the I verge. He's I up. I would not be surprised. Yeah. I'm just saying, Hamlin, there's no... Again, we'll get to this, obviously, later in the season. But there's no way Hamlin wins a championship. There's no way. I don't think he's going to make it past the final eight. Uh, because if he takes Chastain out, Chastain's going to take him out. And if they both go, he's so, again, he is just so consumed. And, you know, I saw him in an interview, and I don't remember when it was. It was in the last week, where it's all about respect. Well, you little ass fuck, you got to give it before you get it. And you don't give it to anybody at all. When getting on the track, it's all about him. It is. And I'm not saying the man's untalented. He's got, obviously, a fair amount of level, you know, of talent. But he is so consumed. I mean, who the hell does he think he is? Dale Earnhardt? I I just don't get it. When I, when I saw that interview and he's like, well, this isn't just about me. This is about respect. And he isn't the only one. And he was going on and on about through the years, the people that have disrespected him. And by God, he's going to stop it now. This is it. He's going to make a stand. Well, you know what? There's 35 other guys out there that say have something to say about it. You're not the mayor of the garage. You are not the pinnacle of this sport. And he acts like, I've earned something. Uh, excuse me. Let, me. let me look this up. Oh! There's not a single championship in your resume. Not one. I'm looking right now. All, it's not all there. All he has is Daytona 500s. Yep. That's it. And he acts like he commands championship status. 
Sorry, boy. I think and, and I, I think said before in... on the show, I I've got friends up in Charlotte and Raleigh and Winston Salem and in that area. His local reputation's in the dumper. He's got a lot of personal crap, um, domestic stuff. I, I'm not going into it, but uh, he's got a lot of, like I said, his head is so screwed up, um, and it's not just on the track. But anyway, enough with him. He'll probably going to sue me now. I think I think in no matter what format NASCAR has ever done, I don't think if you swap it up, Denny Hamlin has ever won a championship, regardless. No. I you know, I'd love to uh uh Jayski used to have this. I sent you a, I sent you a screenshot of something and Gordon would have had a shit ton of them because of the changes and all that. Jimmy would only had like a three. If they were with classic points, Jimmy would have never won seven. No, Jeff would have had like eight or nine. Yep. Um, I forgot what it was. I sent you a screenshot some a, a while back. Yeah, I remember that. I just don't. I'm gonna try to find it real quick, but. Uh, Jayski used to have. It's on the right side, almost completely at the bottom. Classic points is what they called it. Okay, right here, I found it. Uh, 1972 to 2001, no playoff, no chase. Uh, Dale Hart would have had seven. Gordon would have had seven. Richard Petty, eight, uh, four. Kevin Harvick, four. Daryl Waltrip, three. Kelly Harborough, three. Jimmy Johnson, three. Terry Labonte, two. Stewart, two. Carl Edwards, two. That's where it came up. It was Carl Edwards. He's like one of the right. best that's never won it. Kyle Busch, two. And Benny Parsons, one. Oh, oh, so so I didn't hear you mention Denny Hamlin. I'm close. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, so no matter what format, Denny wouldn't have never won a championship. This is all the way to 2000, yeah, 21. So who would have won 21? I'm just psyched. I mean, now, and, and he's even got bigger britches now because he's, you know, half owner of 2311. With Michael just, Jordan. Yeah, well, you notice Michael Jordan keeps his mouth shut. I kind of respect that. Only thing he said when he made headlines was the sponsorship. Doesn't we shouldn't rely nearly as much on the sponsorship? Yeah, he did. Yeah, I remember that. So, all right, guys. Um, I think we've pissed enough people off. <laughs> I, I was gonna say we got a decent amount of views in the last week. It was probably like twenty five a piece for the audio version and the video. So. We'll see what happens cool. with this one because it's more. There's a lot more news and controversy. So, yeah. You want to give your spiel? Yeah, I totally forgot. Uh, um. Uh, yeah. Uh, check our social links. There's a Facebook.com Burn It Down Podcast. Twitter's Burn It Down Cast. Uh, search us on YouTube. Burn It Down Podcast. If you're watching or listening, uh, if you want to search on. For Spotify, if you want to listen, just seriously, just Google um, Burn It Down Podcast. It'll pop up. I've done it many times. Uh, if you want to join the NASCAR, our NASCAR league, which we were trying to get more people in there, just got to go to NASCAR.com, uh, do the NASCAR live, and just search Burn It Down NASCAR Podcast. You can join. It's, it's, there's nothing to join. Just, just join up. Maybe just sign up with email. 
But if you want to listen on the go, you can go to rss.com, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Samsung Podcasts, Pandora, and Google Podcasts. All you have to do is search Burn It Down Podcast under the search tab or the podcast tab, and we'll show up. Like I said, the best way to do is search it on Google, and it'll show up. It'll be the first thing, so. Other than that, that's the spiel. That's the talk. Like I said, we're just trying to get more I interaction. Wanna, I, I do want to plug. I've been promoted a couple of times this week. Uh, I am now editor in chief at NASCAR Nation uh, on Facebook. Or no, that that's a website. Excuse me. I'm now an administrator at NASCARonly.com uh, on Facebook. Uh, and there's another new website that I'm involved with. Uh, it's not fully up and running yet, but I'm also going to be an editor on there. Uh, I've I've got a new blog up. I posted it on the Burn Burn It Down Place and NASCAR Dash Nation and NASCAR Only. Check it out. Give some feedback. I'm not doing this a plug for myself. I'm just pointing out, trying to direct traffic towards those particular venues. Um, I've had a conversation with Mr. Frank this week. He's going to also start writing um, for these uh, outlets. Uh, hopefully on a regular basis, but like me, I, I, I don't push whatever hits you when it hits you, write it the way you want, when you want. Um, cause to me, if you're writing, if you're not into it, you don't believe in it and you don't have any passion in it, you can't pull it out of thin air. You've got to, you've got to have skin in the game. If you're going to do some writing, um, believe me, I had a lot of skin in it this week. <laughs> so, uh, just again, we're branching out here and there, doing a few things. Uh, the main thing about all of this is, and I want to stress, we are none of us getting any paid for any of this. It is costing us to Our do time. this, That's to put it. this on <laughs> for you guys. Uh, Brian and I have shared some costs on on all the media that he's done. Frank has uh, shared some costs on. Um, some sponsoring on uh, a race car, uh, Arca car. So again, none of us are are banking anything. We're this is all outgoing of our pockets. So, you know, support us if you like it. If if you like it, uh, you know, tell some people, interact with us. Uh, there's several venues where, you know, like Brian said, all the uh audio platforms that we have our our facebook pages tell us what you think i really like for someone to argue with that's why i went on sirius xm this week is dave moody wanted to argue with me i think he got a little more than he bargained for but uh like i said if you like it support us and tell your friends and uh check out our different platforms and uh avenues of staying in touch with us uh, we just we're just nascar fans we have our opinions right or wrong if we're wrong tell us about it we'll discuss it brian and i have said it before if, if somebody has a really valid point and can change our mind we'll put you on the show there's plenty of room for more boxes on this screen so other than that i'm done 
All right. I'm looking, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting Roddy again. So, yeah. Look, yeah. I'm looking forward to you doing it. See you at the finish line. I had a great tagline this week. Change my freaking mind. <laughs> Are we done? Yes, sir. I'm right, done. Right. Thank you, everybody. Hopefully, we'll see you next week. Burn it down. I told your dad this. I don't know if I told you about I.